gets us out of our head. So, so many times we get in our head about what we think and what we feel, and we just kind of replay that constantly on repeat. Just keep replaying and replaying it to the point that it's not good for our mental health anymore because we're kind of beating ourselves down over and over again with the thoughts. So it gives us a way to get that out of our head, get it on paper, and then add a little clarity to it. Hey there, I'm Missy Paxson, a Christian, a mother to three wonderful children, and me out of four amazing grandchildren. Oh, and I'm also a certified Master Life and Master Mindset Coach. My teaching combines the principles of personal growth and positive mindset development with Christian beliefs and values. Grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me in today's podcast. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode two of the Greater Within Us podcast. So glad to join you again today. Again, I'm super excited about this podcast do me a huge favor and if you've listened to my podcast leave a review for me give me some rankings if you'd like as well the ranking and reviews is what helps you kind of bump you up in the algorithm of the podcast world so if you would be so grateful to leave a review I do look for all those reviews and will respond to every single one of them personally so please leave me a review let me know what you think today we're going to talk about journaling. So last week we talked about journey lines. This week we're going to talk about journaling and the benefits of journaling and how we can go about doing that. So journaling. A lot of people think of journaling and they get really, really overwhelmed. And so I want to start out first with just talk about some of the benefits of journaling and why we do that. Benefits of journaling, there are a lot of different benefits that are out there from journaling. So you can, obviously from the first one, Benefits in journaling include anything from less stress, uh, practice more mindfulness, to surprisingly um, improve your immune system. So by reducing that stress, right, you can boost your immune system. But there's some key ways to do that. So when you journal, we can't just only vent about our feelings. We have to make sure we process our feelings to help us through that stress process as well. There are many benefits of journaling. So to journal, you are writing your thoughts, you're expressing how you think, you are capturing ideas. There's a lot of things and we can get into a little bit more of how you do that and what that's all about. But the benefits of doing that is really you are able to express and explore your feelings and get them out of your head, which improves mindfulness. It reduces stress when you boost your immune system. So when you reduce your stress, you actually boost your immune system which is a huge health benefit. And to make sure that immune system is boosted, some of the things you have to do is not only write about your feelings, but you have to kind of work through them as well and process them. And we'll talk about that as well. It will boost your critical thinking skills. So it uses that left brain to write everything out, right? But then your right brain is in there coming up with creative ideas and you don't even recognize them until you come back and read your journal. And you'll start to see ideas come to life. You'll see answers maybe that you didn't know you were always looking for. To me, that's always God speaking to me, right? He's always giving me those answers. I'll go back and look at one of my old journals and be like, how did I not see that before, right? That's so weird to me. Well, it's because I wasn't really looking for it and it just came out as I was writing. So again, that's to me, that's how God speaks through me sometimes. And I laugh. I'm like, okay, I get it now. Um, you'll see patterns or themes as you do your journaling. So you'll start to see things as you journal multiple days. You'll start to see some patterns re reoccur. Those could be patterns in behavior, could be patterns in thoughts, 
or emotions that you need to work through. And it could be, again, patterns of like you, if you have ideas that you're written down, goals that you're writing down, maybe there's a, a pattern or a theme that keeps coming up for you over and over again, right? It gives you clarity into your thoughts and feelings. It gets us out of our head. So, so many times we get in our head about what we think and what we feel, and we just kind of replay that constantly on repeat, just keep replaying and replaying it to the point that it's not good for our mental health anymore because we're kind of beating ourselves down over and over again with the thoughts. So it gives us a way to get that out of our head, get it on paper, and then add a little clarity to it, be able to think about it. So we get those feelings out, and then we have the opportunity in our journals to think about, well, what was I, what was happening? What was I thinking in that process? So I know how I was feeling, but what was I thinking? What was I telling myself? What were others telling me? Again, what was going on to cause those emotions? And are there things that you can work through as well? A lot of people will journal and write ideas down. And when they write ideas, that sparks creativity. Or again, to me, it's a lot of what is God trying to tell me? And trying to tell me to be creative about, but I'm so busy in my own head and in my own noise that I can't see what's happening. And so sometimes you have to write that down on paper and go back and look at it, right? Sharpens your memory. There's There's a whole thing about old school writing with pen and paper right? And it's, it lodges, when you write something on paper, your mind absorbs it faster. And I know I'm, I'm talking old school. So those out there who like to do everything digital, nothing wrong with that. It's just, it does have some proven benefits to when you actually take pen and paper and write things down, your mind seems to absorb it because as you're writing it, you're thinking about it and it gets lodged kind of in your memory. So it does improve memory when you journal. And it's also a way to communicate. So a lot of times we can journal because we don't know how to say what we're saying. We don't know how to communicate it. We don't know how to express it. So the best way to do it would be just write it down. Can, journals typically are for yourself to read. Now there's a whole another topic around f- family journaling and I'm actually doing a workshop about that um, soon. So more to come on that. But there's, so you can share sometimes your journal with permission. But a lot of times it's just a way for you to communicate and get things out and uh, gets it on paper, right? Gives you an opportunity to focus on the positive. Again, we get in our head, we get in the noise and we don't always hear the positive that's happening or know the positive is happening. So there's the whole gratitude, um, gratitude journaling. And then we'll talk about that a little bit too. It grounds us. So it helps us see like reality sometimes. <laughs> Again, noise, noise gets in the way and we don't really stop to think about is this what's really happening or is this just how I'm really feeling? And we don't process that. So this is a way to ground us. And then it also gives us opportunity for prayer. I think it's important in your journal to talk about prayer. What do you need to wrap in prayer today? What are you having trouble with that you need to ask God's assistance for? What are you struggling with? What, do you, what, do you, what goals are you trying to do and you're just struggling with trying to understand how to even start them? And so maybe there's something where we need to wrap in prayer. And that's a good way to capture that within your journal as well. So those are some of the benefits of journaling. Let's talk about when we should journal. There is a lot of times where people typically think that I need to journal before I go to bed every night. You know, 10 to 15 minutes, I need to sit down and journal. And that's a great opportunity for you to journal if that works for you. If that doesn't work for you, then that's not the great time for you, right? So if you are someone who has just, at the end of the day, your brain's fried. And I have those moments where your brain's just fried. You can't possibly think about anything and you're just exhausted. If you find that at 
in the evening if that's not a good time to journal don't journal then maybe journal first thing in the morning there's absolutely nothing wrong with journaling first thing in the morning halfway through your day maybe sit down and journal it's not about when you journal it's about doing the act of journaling because it's not the journal itself that's important it's the fact that you are expressing your thoughts and emotions you are working through things you are writing down your ideas you're writing down where you're stuck maybe you're working on a new project and you're stuck on something right that's exactly where we want you to start writing down like I'm stuck on this I don't know what to do with this great thing to wrap in prayer hey god i need your help on this i don't know what to do i'm stuck can you help me and it could be stuck with a personal issue it could be stuck with a goal that you had but these are all things that we write down in our journals and so it doesn't always have to be at night it can be in the morning it can be in the afternoon i know there are people who think of random ideas so you hear those people like i was in the shower and i thought of an idea Or in the middle of the night, I woke up and had an idea, and they will write those ideas in their journal. So it's not a sit-down where they do a sit-down 15, 20-minute thing. It's randomly throughout the day they're writing things down. Then they make sure they wrap around and give a good 5 to 10 minutes to come back and kind of express their feelings more. But they always have a journal near where they're jotting ideas down. Or it could be on your phone if you're digital and maybe you're doing a voice uh, memo or you're just capturing notes or wherever or texting somewhere so you don't lose it. But capture those ideas and that could be a way of starting to build your journal throughout the day. So it may, again, may not be a just once a day thing. It could be throughout the day you're working through this and working on your journal. So there's no right time to do a journal at all. It's whatever works for you. We really don't want to stress ourselves out over journal writing. We want to make it as easy as possible because it is such a huge benefit for us and we do gain so much. There has been so much scientific research done oh, the benefits of journaling and how it helps people from even they had a bunch of people that were not doing well or uh, in chronic pain or from rheumatoid arthritis and they had a study where they sat down for 20 minutes for three days and did journaling those 20 minutes for three days and just talked about not only that the, the pain that they're in but what they're grateful for and and what's just happening in their life and it was proven within those three days that a large majority of those participants felt better than they had prior to journaling. So journaling's huge benefit. So let's not get hung up on the when. It's whenever it works for you. It could be multiple times throughout the day, or it could be just a sit-down session in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. Whatever works for you. And then the how. Let's talk about the how because we make this so much harder. And I can say that because I do that. <laughs> I've done it myself. I do it all the time. I, I tend to be a perfectionist and I want things to be perfect. And when they're not perfect, I stress out. And so when you're writing your journal, first of all, one of the things that we don't want to do is we are not teachers in this moment. We are not going to correct our grammar. We are not going to correct our spelling. I'm not going to, this is my own personal thing I tell myself, I am not going to worry about if I'm ending something in a prepositional phrase. That's a pet peeve of mine. And I try not to. I do all the time, even though I try not to. But we can't get wrapped up in all that. Because if you get wrapped up in that, then you're focused on the thing itself and not the act of journaling. The whole point of it, again, is to express your emotions and your feelings. And you can't do that if you're so hung up about, did I spell this right or did that say it right? We're not turning this in as a book report, so nobody needs to worry about that. Make it as easy as possible 
and don't worry about the grammar spell and the spellings that happen. Write free, write sloppy. It doesn't matter. You're the only one reading it. So write it down and see what happens. So that is some of the things that we do that makes us overwhelming is that we just, we overthink it. We think we have to correct everything. It has to be perfect. We think we have to have a beautiful journal with all of these beautiful lines in it. And it's got to have all these certain categories. And it's got to be all sectioned out pretty. And no, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be any of that. I mean, you literally can write on a uh, sticky notes, on a, take a sticky note pad and, and make that a journal every day. It, it would be hard for me because I like to write a lot. But you can do that. You could do a napkin. I mean, you could do anything. You can do. You can get a fancy leather-bound journal if you want. Absolutely. You can do whatever you want with your journal. It doesn't have to be fancy. I like to get those. Uh, Walmart a lot of times has composition little notebooks. And especially on the back-to-school era, which is right now, where you can get them sometimes from a 50 cents to a quarter. That's my favorite thing, and especially when they go on sale for a quarter, I'll stock up on them and keep them at the house because they're just nice little notebooks. They're not fancy. You open them so many times, they'll get stuck open. They're no fancy leather-bound things, but it's it's just the act of getting somewhere where I know that's my book, that's what I need to go to, and that's what I write in. So whatever works for you. If, if you want the fancy leather-bound ones, my goodness, go get it. If that's what you need, go get it. Um, I have no objection to that, but don't don't make this too hard. This isn't a difficult thing uh, once you get started. It's only difficult because sometimes we make it difficult and we overthink it and we try to be perfect and we don't want to do that. So some of the things you want to capture in your journal. You definitely want to capture your ideas that you have. So if you're setting goals and you're trying to work on those goals, write your goals down. What are those goals? How are you working towards those goals? What's getting in your way of those goals? Where do you feel stuck? Where do you have ideas to help improve and launch your goals? Write all of that down if you have that. And if you don't, don't panic. This isn't a must-have that area. Maybe you're not working on goals right now. Maybe you just had a really rough day and you just need to express how you feel. You know, maybe you're with your kids all day or whatever it may be and you're just, you have the happy cue on all the time but you're feeling a little stress and anxiety but you don't want to lash out at anybody because that's definitely not what we want to do. So what do we do about it? Maybe we just write it down. Maybe we just spend that day of just writing down how we felt. How do we feel during the day? And why did we feel that way? Like what were we thinking? What were we telling ourselves as things were occurring? And then look back and see where those patterns are and kind of work through that a little bit. Ask yourself, you know, were those, were those thoughts true? And so was I feeling this way on something that wasn't true? Because that happens a lot in our life where we assume things or we, or we run with assumptions because our mind plays funny little games on us. And so we have to ask, you know, did I feel this way all day because of, of a thought that I had that really wasn't true? Or was this true and I need to work through this a little bit? So you can just simply write feelings. If that's all you have the energy for, that's fine too. Um, again, if you have goals, you can write your goals. And again, if you don't, that's fine as well. Don't get panicked about it. Um, another area you can do is write gratitude. What are you grateful for? And I tend to see this a lot. I started this when I did mine is you're always grateful for the same things when you first start off. It's like I'm grateful for my family and I'm grateful for my kids and I'm grateful for my house and those kind of things. But once you get going, one, because you start to feel like you're repetitive over and over again for your gratitude. So you start to notice the little things. I'm grateful for the locusts that are chirping because that means fall's coming soon and we'll get out of this heat that we're here in Iowa right now. <laughs> we're in a heat spell. And so when you hear that at night, you know fall is coming. Or I'm grateful for all of the garden 
uh, vegetables that are turning. One, because it means the end of summer, and two, it means we have food um, to carry us through the winter where we need to. I'm grateful for my flowers this time of year. My flowers in the front are so beautiful and colorful, and I'm just grateful for all the different colors. That could be something different because we know winter's coming in Iowa. When winter gets here, you lose all those colors. You see a lot of white or a lot of brown, but you don't see so many colors. So you'll start to notice as you talk about what you're grateful for, you'll start to notice you're noticing the small things. I like to call them those God wonders in life, right? You're noticing the little things that God created for us to see that we don't always see. The colors in in the sky, the colors in our flower beds. Um, You'll notice just little things. You'll notice little things you're appreciative for. Like, I was appreciative that somebody at the Hy-Vee the other day smiled at me. I didn't even know who they were, but they smiled and said hi, and that made me feel like I mattered. Little things like that. You'll start to notice your gratitude as you start writing in your as you, what you're grateful for. So don't don't beat yourself up if you start with the big stuff that everybody starts for. I'm grateful for my roof over my head, for my family. Those are great things and definitely things to be grateful for. As you continue writing, you will find yourself looking for different things throughout the day to be grateful for. And it's because our brain is so pattern-based. So you know that you're going to write at the end of the day about what you're grateful for. So your brain gets all excited and starts seeking that out during the day. It's like, okay, you told me this is what we're going to have to do, so I need to go hunt and seek it out and and find where that is in, in your life. So it will actually create patterns to recognize gratitude. Like, oh, yeah, that's something we're grateful for. Log that in my memory. Gratitude journaling is so, so beneficial because it will really make you start to see the things that you never saw before, all those things that you should be grateful for all the positive things that are going on in your life. So journals are good for expressing our feelings, but they're also good for recognizing those positive things. And being doing gratitude, writing what you're grateful for in your journal is definitely a way to recognize the positive in your life. And it helps set your brain up to look for that the next day. So it will change how you feel and how you think going forward. And you'll start to see that in your journaling. Another thing that you can do within your journaling, another little category, is prayer. I always like to end my journal in some sort of prayer. And it could be prayer around where I'm stuck. Hey, you know, Lord, help me. Help me see what I cannot see. Help open a door that maybe I don't know is there. Help maybe close a door that I'm not supposed to be going down. Help me seek your guidance. I'm, I, I always like to end it in a prayer of asking God, how, how can you help me, right? Help, help me see what I can. How do you help me move forward? And that's a lot with my goals. So when I'm doing goals and I'm doing things and I'm just stuck, the stuck is such an icky place to be because you feel stuck and then you just dwell on the stuck. So all you think about is I can't do this. I'm stuck in this. I'm not... I'm never going to move this forward. What, what was I thinking in the first place? This is a crazy goal. All those things start to get in our head and it's a good way to wrap it in prayer so you can understand and listen for what is God trying to tell you because there's a reason you're doing what you're doing. There's a reason why you pivoted or made this goal or wanted to make this change and he's going to help you through that. We just have to ask. So that is a great place to wrap in prayer. It could be again you're just writing about feelings for the day because you've had a really bad day and you're just asking God for some guidance. You know, sometimes I'm again, I talked about this in the last episode, but I'm, I'm a, a big music person. And so there's a lot of times where I'm, you know, I'll wrap it up in prayer and I'll just be like, Lord, help me, help me understand why I'm feeling this way today or help me, help me hear what I need to hear because I'm struggling with understanding what, what is happening and, 
there is always a song that will come on the radio under my Christian Contemporary channel I listen to that I will start smiling and crying at the same time. And I'll point up and go, okay, I gotcha. You heard me. It always happens. It happened yesterday where it just, you hear it and you're like, thank you for the reminder. I needed that. And you knew I needed that because I asked you for it. I asked you to help me and you're helping me and you're always reminding me you're there. So prayer is always a good thing to wrap in. Also, circle in prayer. So sometimes we have to pray about the same things many times, and we forget to do that. And so this is a good way in your journal to to circle your prayer. Keep talking about it. Keep praying about it over and over again. It's also a great opportunity to talk about what prayers have been answered. So maybe you've been praying for something in your journal, and you're starting to notice things are changing, and, and prayers are being answered. And sometimes they're not always subtle. Sometimes they're little small movements, right? But it's a great opportunity to go look at your journal and, and write those things down. So when you go back and look at it, you're like, wow, I prayed for this. And look at this. It could be a weeks. It could be months. Our timing is never our timing, right? It's always God's timing. But you can go back and look at that and say, I had actually prayed for this. And looking through my journal as, as time went on, I noticed it was answered. Wow, how amazing is that, right? So journaling has so many benefits, so many benefits. Again, don't get hung up on how to do it. Don't get up hung up on all of the, I got a blank page. It, it's, it's intimidating. I don't know what to write. Just start writing. Just start writing. And some people find it easier just to start writing about their feelings first. A lot of people will pick up journaling for the first time when they've had a really rough day just because they just got to express what is happening. They don't feel like they really have anybody to talk to at the moment, so they're just going to write it all down. That's fine. That's absolutely fine. Get those feelings out and then think about what you were thinking in the moments, and then you can start working through it. And then eventually gradually build up to goal setting and gratitude and prayers. But just start somewhere because that blank piece of paper is so intimidating. Don't let it be. And don't let that perfectionism gene get in your way. Talking from a true <laughs> recovering perfectionist, don't let it get in your way. We're not going to care about grammar. I can't tell you how many times when I first started journaling, I have scratches in my journal because I didn't say the right word or I didn't spell it right because I'm not real great at spelling or I didn't like the grammar I used. And I go back now and I laugh because I'm like, are you kidding me? You're the only one who sees it. So stop critiquing yourself. Like that's not the point. The point is to get all the information out. So we want to make sure that we're not getting hung up on things and we're not overthinking it and that we are just expressing ourselves so we can get all of these benefits that we get from being mindful about where we are. Also, another thing I didn't talk about when we talk about feelings is also talk about how your body was feeling. So we talk about body scans a lot, right? So how, how's your body feeling? If you can remember that when you're doing your journaling of, you know, you're having this bad day, da-da-da-da, XYZ is happening. Talk about how's your body responding. Do you feel nauseous? Do you have a tense back? Do you feel all tight? And what do you need to do in that? And that might be as you, you may not recognize it, but as you're writing it, again, you write things freely. You write things that you're not always thinking in your mind. You're just free-flowing it out, right? So when you go back and look at your journal, journal you might see, man, there's a lot of days I'm really stressed. Maybe I need to pick up some kind of meditation. I just need to pick up some time to go sit in a quiet room and to just meditate and pray and just give my time to connect. Just my time to connect with not only myself, but also with the Lord, right? Give me that space 
to make sure I'm calling for that every day because my body's telling me something's off and I need to listen to it. And so I need to, from a spiritual standpoint, make sure I'm taking the time that I'm going and doing those things and taking time, quiet time for myself to pray and think about things. So that could be something else you could see too, is what does your body react? How's your body reacting to things? And do you need to change maybe what you're doing in your day to help with that and recognize your stress? Awesome. So again, I hope everybody listening to this goes out and grabs a journal and it can be notebook. It can be a fancy leather bound thing. It could be the cheap Walmart quarter composition notebook. It could be a stack of sticky notes. It could be a stack of napkins. I don't care what it is. I just hope that you today will go out. I challenge you all to go grab something to journal on. Start journaling today. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. Start capturing your feelings, your thoughts, your goals, your ideas, your prayers, what you're grateful for. Do it for a week and I would love to hear what you've gained from it. How do you feel? Do you feel differently? Do you, did you find something out that you haven't found out before? Are you starting to see themes and patterns? What is happening in your life that you are benefiting from doing the journaling throughout the week? I would love to hear from you. I'm super excited where this might all take you. Again, I'm so happy to be here and talk to you. I'm, again, planning to do these every week, so I would love to hear your reviews, and please give me a rating. That is all, my friends, for today. Thank you so much for listening in to the Greater Within Us podcast, and I will talk to you later. Thanks. Thanks.